Welcome to CRE Fast Five in today's episode on commercial real estate financing basics. I'm Carly Ayakono. Today, I'll be covering the main categories of lenders and types of loans beyond just traditional bank financing. Here we go. The first category of lenders we'll cover are life insurance companies. Consumers buy long-term life insurance policies, creating pools of cash that the insurance companies then look to deploy for predictable returns. Insurance company loans are typically more rigid in scope, being reserved for the highest quality borrowers with the least risky projects. Example lenders include AIG and MetLife. The second category of lenders is CMBS or commercial mortgage-backed securities. CMBS lenders such as Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan lend against commercial properties, then securitize that debt meaning simply the debt is cut into different tranches of bonds to be sold to investors. The new securitizations are rated and monitored by independent rating agencies, which gives bond buyers objective information about their investments, and the buyers of these bonds can choose the relative risk and return. The third category of lenders are debt funds. A debt fund is an investment vehicle set aside to invest in loans by direct lending and or by buying loans. Debt funds are a popular choice for construction loans, which are typically more expensive than loans for stabilized cash flowing properties as the debt fund seeks a higher return in exchange for tolerating more risk. The nature of debt funds can vary widely. They can be backed by large companies like Blackstone or related or by groups of private individuals and everything in between. The final and of course most common capital source are banks. Banks have large pools of capital from their deposit base and can lend on a wide array of project scenarios. Banks can be national, regional, or local, and often their lending criteria is tied to their own geographic focus. Now, national banks may consider a loan in any region as long as the borrower fits their other lending criteria. Obvious examples would be Wells Fargo, Chase, and Capital One. Now let's move on to the main types of commercial real estate loans. Conventional commercial real estate loans typically offer five, seven, or 10 year terms with amortization of 20, 25, or 30 years. They can be recourse or non-recourse, and some offer interest only periods. These are the most common source of financing for traditional cash flowing investment properties and are usually given out by banks. The second type of loans are commercial bridge loans. Bridge loans are sources of short-term capital often used while an owner improves, refinances leases, or otherwise executes a property transaction of some sort. Generally, bridge loans are six to 12 months in duration and have a higher interest rate than permanent financing. A third category of loans are SBA loans. The Small Business Administration has two types of loans, SBA 7A and SBA 504, which are designed to assist new and existing businesses looking to purchase or refinance owner-occupied commercial real estate. SBA 7A offers loans up to $5 million under strict parameters, while SBA 504 offers loans up to 90% of the purchase price, regardless of deal size, if other business qualifications are met. The fourth type of debt is commercial mezzanine loans. Mezzanine financing is often used to fill the middle of the capital stack. It can be structured in numerous ways and can include both debt and equity. For example, junior debt, such as a second mortgage on a property, could be considered a mezzanine loan. 
Junior debt is subordinate to the primary loan and is typically only repaid after the senior loan is fully satisfied. Preferred equity is also considered mezzanine financing. Preferred equity is an equity contribution to the entity that owns the property with a preferential return that is paid ahead of the distributions to the common equity interest in the deal. This is a more secured position relative to the other equity in the deal, but is still subordinate to the senior loan on the property. Another example of mezzanine debt is participating debt. In this scenario, investors receive interest payments, but also share in part of the revenue generated by the property above a certain level, including both rental income and sales proceeds. In all cases, mezzanine financing is subordinate to senior debt, such as a traditional mortgage on the property. The final loan structure we'll cover today are CMBS loans. Commercial mortgage-backed securities, or CMBS loans, are secured by a first position mortgage on cash flowing, positive, stabilized properties. CMBS loans have a minimum loan amount of $2 million, although they are usually much, much higher. CMBS loans are non-recourse and often fully assumable, although there are typically fees attached with these assumptions. The structure is much less flexible from a loan payoff standpoint than traditional bank financing. Prepayment is usually tied to defeasance or yield maintenance and not the typical percentage prepayment fee that you'll see with bank financing. That's a wrap for today's overview of financing basics. Be sure to like, share, and otherwise comment on CRE Fast 5 across your favorite platform and let your other friends in the industry know to tune in as well. I'm Carly Ayakono, and I hope to see you again very soon.